disagree with that now. And the Oscar goes to the Criterion Cult Film Podcast. That's right. We're back with another bonus episode. I'm your host, one of your hosts, Jordan Garcia. With me, as always, I have... Armando Arvizu here. And uh, what are we doing today on the road to the Oscars 2022 edition we're still on the road it's a long road it's been a long road we started before we even knew these uh movies were going to be the Oscar in the Oscars and it's still a long ass road yeah you know what I mean so we're we're um you know we're dooning it yeah our we drove our car into the sand and it got stuck yep and we need a sandworm to suck us out (laughs) (laughs) um with this episode it's another bonus episode usually what we like to do is talk about you know uh, a movie from the Criterion Collection, and then we'll one of us will bring a film that we believe belong in the collection. But here on the road to the Oscars bonus episodes, we're trying to cover all the best pictures uh, nominations. Let you know should you watch them, should you not, should you skip it, shit, should you even care about the Oscars? Probably not, but yes, maybe you want to watch but these it's all, movies. All the, all the cinephiles got is the Oscars. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's sort of like. Uh, a Super Bowl, in a sense, for yeah. us, you know, if you want to put it that way. But, you know, it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. And the same with the Super Bowl doesn't really matter. Nothing matters. We're all going to play again next year. <clears throat> exactly. It's just fun to root for something. Yeah. You know, it's just fun to have fun Tom and watch Tom Brady's going to come back. Oh, what a loser. <laughs> <laughs> what a damn loser. He'll never get an Oscar, I'll tell you that. Quinn Tarantino's going to make a 11th film. Oh, sure. He probably will. I yeah. don't think he's going to really retire. Yeah. I mean, maybe he real will write books, but... I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't. I can't see himself. I, I can't see him not. He needs the limelight. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He needs Uma Thurman's feet on the screen. Yeah. Yep. You know what I mean. And he's the only guy to get it. He's the only one who can. Mm-hmm. But we're not talking about that fool. Uh, <laughs> we're talking about Dune, baby. That's Ooh. right. 2021's Dune. Denis Villeneuve made Dune. <laughs> and what is Dune about? Well, what Letterbox says is beyond fear, destiny awaits. That's right. You hear that, Chalamet? Paul <laughs> Atreides, a brilliant and gifted young man born into a great destiny beyond his understanding, must travel to the most dangerous planet in the universe to ensure the future of his family and his people. Oh my god. As male violent forces explode into conflict over the planet's exclusive supply of the most precious resources in existence, a commodity capable of unlocking humanity's greatest potential, only those who can conquer their fear will survive you know, now that was the book i just read you the book yeah that was a long ass fucking thing letterbox you're at you're you're wilding out we said it in the last one you know you should have can... played a uh, uh paul atreides um owen wilson i don't know about that he's like worst place imaginable that's all you had to say <laughs> worst place imaginable. <laughs> just him saying that in dune he's like worst place imaginable that's yeah all i guess say. so yeah so, like, yeah. oh wow spies yeah. <laughs> All right, who's in this, you're wondering, in case you didn't watch it on HBO Max or in the theaters? In the IMAX. Because that's how we live now. You're either IMAX or HBO Max. Choose a side. (laughs) We got Timothy Chalamet as Paul Atreides, who, uh, you know, uh, Mondo just said he wanted Owen Wilson to be. which (laughs) Worst place imaginable. Absolute madness. Uh, Rebecca Ferguson (laughs) as Lady Jessica Atreides. Oscar Isaac as Duke Jared Leto Atreides, no, Duke Leto Atreides, Josh Brolin as Gurney Halleck, Stellan Skarsgård as Baron Vladimir Harkonnen. What are they? Does, does the Harkonnen's got to be German? That's crazy. They said Harkonnen. 
Harkonnen. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. What did I say? Harkonnen? Harkonnen. Uh, Little Baron Harkonnen. Yeah. And Dave Bautista as Beast Raban Harkonnen. Little Beast. <laughs> <laughs> Sharon Duncan Brewster as Dr. Lyat Kanis. Stephen McKinley Henderson as the Fear Hawat, which is the guy who rolls his eye back. The the guy, <laughs> The guy looks like he's getting an orgasm and he sees the future or whatever. Okay. Then you have Zendaya as Chani? Choni? Chanai. We don't know. And then we have Chang. We have Chang uh, Shang Shen as Doctor Wellington Yu. Yeah. And then we have Charlotte Rampling as Revlin Mother Goss. Uh, Helen this podcast Mohin. is just gonna uh, us be uh, reading the actor. Hold list. on, hold on. I'm almost done. <laughs> Jason Momoa as Duncan Idaho. Uh, Duncan checks in. Uh, Javier Bardem <laughs> as Duncan checks in Idaho <laughs> as Stilgar. Uh, and then David Das Malkian who is Polka Dot Man. He plays Petir de Vriers. Dan, did you even get to... What's his name? Or who? did you pass him? Which one? Uh, what's his face? Because it's, it's, it's a two-hour list. I'm yeah. good. I gotta go. Yeah. Now, who? Uh, what's it? Uh, damn, I can't... Uh, no Country for Old Men guy. Not yeah. Javier Bardem, the other guy. Yes. Oh, I okay. said Josh Brolin. He was like one of the first person I said. Oh, okay. Look, yeah. there's a lot of people here. Look, it's a long road. It's long. It's, yeah, that's not the point. The point is... That it's Dune, yeah, and it was directed by Denis Villeneuve, mm-hmm. and what is the who who wrote the book? Uh, uh, Frank Herbert. Frank Herbert, right? Yeah. We all know, and we all know that guy personally. No one love Frank Herbert. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm sure there's yeah. probably a lot, there might be people who have read the book Dune. We, I have uh, not. No, I have not. Yes, I have. I not. haven't even seen the David Lynch Dune. <laughs> we're, we're, don't want to. You know, that's not yeah. the David Lynch I know. That's yeah. not my Lynch. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, but. I will tell you that Denis Villa Noon, oh no, Denis, Denis Villa Dune, Denis Villa Dune, yeah. made me want to read the book. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, because I think you know because as, he as leaves we, you hanging. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I would say as we talked about uh, before, where um, you know would drive my car. This is not as oh. good as that, but the idea of like a director who can like get the vibe of a book. Yeah, you know, and Dune has that. Yeah, it's like flipping through pages as opposed to just a bunch of like uh, exposition instead of eating the book. Yes, and instead of like just like sandworming that book, you know, down your throat. This is like more so giving you the idea of the atmosphere Mm -hmm. and like the the tone and what like the you know what when you read a book you you're you're sort of. Yes, you are taking in a bunch of information, but you're not hearing a, someone tell you a bunch of information in the way that a movie does it. Mm-hmm. You're sort of imagining these things, and you're sort of realizing what the vibe of everything is. And I think Denis Villeneuve does a great job of really, at least, you know, again, I haven't read the book, but I feel like if I did, I'm going to only be able to see his vision of it because I feel like it's pretty it's pretty good, you know? It's, it's, it's very... You know, he, he, he done a good, he doing a good job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. I get what you're saying. Like, yeah, exactly how we're, when we're talking about um, uh, drive my car and just how like the dialogue, oh, no one talks like that, but it just like, it's just so beautifully written, you know? And right. that's what made me want to like, I don't know, read drive my car or men, yeah, exactly. men without, men without uh, women or whatever. Or what, I think it's called the, the book. Yeah, but it's yeah, it's not yeah. called Drive My Car. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it yeah. might be. They're probably going to call it that now. But, I bet you you're going to see it at Barnes and Noble, like with the cover uh, of the movie. Yeah, you know, with the 
<laughs> your cover <laughs> with the car <laughs> with the cars version. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. With the Pixar cars. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, yeah. Same thing with watching this uh, version of Dune. You know, um, yeah, it makes me want to like go deeper into this uh, whole like world universe like stuff. Like you know, like everyone always says like I don't know why everyone's trying to take credit for like. Uh, creating a universe but it's people have been doing this forever forever you know or sure. like a, i guess like a cinematic who's, universe who's taking credit uh i don't know kevin smith uh the marvel cinematic universe like you know people oh. trying to make like this through line that things connect and like all this is just you know it just they never had the wherewithal before to like call it that or like i don't know but anyway people have been doing it for years just like people have been making independent film before slacker all this stuff and yeah i mean dune is just like one of those it kind of now seeing the batman it kind of reminds me of that just the way it flows you know because it doesn't like it's not shoving everything down your throat like a like a sandworm would eat one person right you know yeah it's like giving you uh you know and if you know denis villeneuve if you've seen his stuff listeners uh uh fellow cult members yeah you know that he you know we talked about enemy in a previous episode uh, you know that he he likes to not necessarily show and not tell because he does tell you things. There is like you know there is exposition that has to explain stuff to move you along, but there is a lot of mostly just moments, mm-hmm. looks, uh, you know, moments of like someone saying one specific thing, you know, to someone and then reacting to that and that mattering later. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like building up to like the characters that way. As we were talking about earlier, where you know, could should it have been so long? What it's two and a half hours, right? Yeah. And and you know, I I, I think that it 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 justifies that length time because there is so many. You know, like I was saying earlier, you have Jason Momoa's character, you know, Duncan Idaho, and then you have like Josh Brolin's character, <clears throat> uh, Gurney Moderni, or yeah, I, you know, who Marvin the Martian. I don't know what the hell their names are, but <laughs> and and. And they're so like uh, they. It could have been so quick and easy of them just being there, like, oh, I'm just here to be the tough guy that fights, yeah. right? Like, but both of them are kind of the same character in a way because it's sort of like Timothy Chalamet looking up to them as like you know, uh, Duncan Idaho is sort of like the older brother, yeah. and uh, Josh, uh, Josh, uh, um, Kansas is, <laughs> and uh, Josh Brolin, yeah, Kansas. yeah, Davy Kansas is, uh, <laughs> is is like an uncle, you know, like yeah. the, the sort of like strict uncle that like tells him like, oh hey, like you need to learn how to fight and stuff like that, you yeah. know what I mean? But if it was shorter, we wouldn't really have the moments that I think are there in this film that Denise Villeneuve does so well that aren't big moments that you don't. That it doesn't need like a bunch of dialogue to tell you, oh, this person matters to him. It's yeah. like the first time you see uh, Jason Momoa's character, Timothy Chalamet is so like lit up, you know, to see him mm-hmm. and so happy that he's alive and that he's like, you know what I mean? That yeah. he went on that mission, and he came back alive and all this stuff. And you know right away that that means something to that character. That character means, they mean something to each other. Yeah. And you don't need any dialogue to be like, hey, I missed you. You're the, you're the best friend I ever had. You're, you're my guy. You're the guy that I'm going to get sad about when you sacrifice yourself for me later in the movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't need that at all. Because I never, you know, because... You get that in movies and you go like, oh, that's going to be the guy who dies. Here, I didn't know that. You know, if I read the book, I'd probably know that. But I yeah. didn't know that. I didn't know that. I didn't know they were going to get rid of Jason Momoa so quick. You know, yeah. I thought they were going to keep him for at least whatever, how many ever movies are going to make of this, you know. So I think that the length is really justified because the characters are like built up. And you really do need to see Timothy Chalamet struggle with 
that idea of like you know this i mean this movie is basically about like oh can you be a good man and can you be a king as well you know Mm -hmm. can you rule over people and can you have can you do the things you have to do in order to rule over these people but also be a good person a fair and good person and we've seen you know with oscar isaac he was trying to do that and it doesn't really work out well for him you know because he's betrayed by his own you know his own man his own doctor yeah, like everyone is going to be after him because he like, you know, because someone else is after him. Like, yeah. You know, you can't like, yeah, it's hard to keep that balance. Like there's always just like corruption. It's hard to be a good man. You, you have know? to really just assume that everyone's out to get you. Yeah. And you yeah, know? that's what, yeah, uh, Oscar Isaac didn't realize, I guess, or he was. Yeah. Or I mean, I'm sure he realized he just, you know, you well, never no, know when I mean, it's coming. And, you know? and the way that he was so open with everybody, you know yeah. what I mean? Like he let, you know, like right away, anytime someone tried to touch him, Josh Brolin was ready to like cut their throats, Yeah, you know? And, but he was always so willing to be like, no, it's fine. Like, you know, mm-hmm. to let them get close. Like, don't, yeah. who cares? Like, let them do whatever they're going to do. Like, I'm not scared. Yeah. I'm trying to like show trust and stuff. And yeah, he was a little too trusting as it saw. So that's, yeah. that's the dilemma that Chalamet is going to have to deal with. You know, that I think obviously the books get into as you go into it. But yeah. it's like that idea of like <clears throat> starting off as like this noble kind of king who wants to just, you know, I want to rule fairly. I want to make sure that everyone, you know, I, I'm not trying to like be a, a tyrant. You know, I, I want to stop these tyrants. But then you end up the tyrant because that's the yeah. only way that you can rule over people. I'll say it again. I've said it before and I'll say it again. You know, Die to be the hero. Either die to be the hero or live long enough to become the, the villain. You've said it before? Because yeah. it doesn't sound like you've ever said it. <laughs> yeah. I always forget it, but yeah, I'm not good with the quotes. Yeah, but you either die... Uh, a hero. No, or, no, no. You, you either die an emo, you live long enough to see yourself become the Skrillex. <laughs> <laughs> no, you either die a hero or live long, long enough, enough to see yourself become, become the, the villain, villain, which yes. is exactly that. Exactly that. It's sort of a very Shakespearean thing or whatever the hell. You'd want it's a very call Dark Knight it. thing. It's very Christopher. It's very Christopher <laughs> Nolan. Yes, he's the first man who ever made a movie. Yeah. Uh, just like you know, Slacker a big was, budget. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, first there was a Dark Knight, then Slacker, which was the first yeah. independent film, yeah. and this right here is the first movie that ever covered the subject of a man having to be king and be a nice yeah, guy struggling <laughs> and struggle yeah. with that. Yeah, they never dealt with that before in a movie. You know? Yeah, but I appreciate that for sure because we. I mean, we always talk about this how like, you know, like movies are just like you know, just kind of like. Go, moving too fast for to develop any kind of relationship or rapport with the characters or like you know or to see that you know it's just kind of like pushing you along and trying to fit as much story as it can or not story actually because it doesn't show anything and you have no right no it's, kind it's of mostly like, a exposition yeah story. you have yeah. no like you know like uh, attachment to these characters or anything but this one you do like you know because it's like it's slowly going through like all this like I mean, an hour into the film is when, like, the first action scene even happens, you know? And then it kind of keeps rolling with, like, kind of, like, action, like, you know, big, like, set piece moments and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, like, fight scenes and things like that. Yeah, like, stuff going on, like, because at first it's just, like, you know, them talking and then, like, you know, what's, like... Yeah, it's, like, explaining the politics and, you know, what the reason why they're doing the the trade that's going on and stuff and, like, you know, about the spice and, like, what's going on and all that stuff. And then, yeah, and then it kind of... But I felt like kind of like, you know, juked because the ending is so like, uh, you know, just like so like, you know, Lord of the Rings sort of, you know. Well, that's why it's a part one. Yeah. But what what if this movie didn't do anything? Like, what if they couldn't even make a second one? 
Well, then it would have I mean, su- it would have sucked, you know. Like I don't think it would have sucked. It still would have been good. I still no. Think the I mean, not good. the movie. I'm just saying it. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that. yeah. Yes, you're yeah, right. Oh, you know, it would have sucked that we're not able to see the this second whole, part. Like you know, the but, series. You know, I mean, I, I don't think they would have allowed him to make that part one like that if they weren't at least betting on a part one? two. At least sort of knowing they were going to do yeah. a part two. You, you never know with Hollywood, baby. Yeah, that's true. You really never know. But yeah. A lot of people do have a problem with the ending because it isn't a full-on ending. It literally is just like, yeah. boom, it ends, and it's like, part two, see yeah. you next Sunday, you know, see you next week, you know? <laughs> yeah, when, but yeah, when the But instead of next week, out, it's yeah. like next, well, probably like... Next year, maybe? No, because they're still casting it, so, well, I don't, that doesn't mean anything. It might be next year. It'll probably, it'll probably be know. next year. I don't know. Who knows? But that's here nor there. It is neither here nor there, but it sort of is because, again, if... You know, for anyone who hasn't seen this film yet or who hasn't been able to watch That's it. That's also why it makes you want to read the fucking book, too. <laughs> exactly, because you do want to get ahead to that story, which I think, you know, might be the point. Yeah, hey, you know your what? sandworm. What, what's his name? Frank Sherbert? He might be onto something. He might be sneaking, yeah. a, trying to get some book sales going here. And look, I'll tell you, he's onto something, right? Think about that. Let's see. Uh, what, what's the name of the planet that they're on? Arrakis? Uh, Iraq? Uh, spice? Uh, oil? Think about Timothy Chalamet. George Bush, <laughs> Oscar Isaac, George Bush Sr., huh, very crazy, very strange. I'm just saying, you know, I don't know if the FBI is listening. Oh, I thought but... you were going to say Josh Brolin because he played George Bush. Well, that's also a connection <laughs> there. See, you're connecting the dots. FBI, listen to this, man. <laughs> no, but I'm telling you, it's 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 pretty crazy. I was looking at that and I was like, wow, this is the Iraqis war. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I didn't, I didn't wasn't thinking that. Yeah, I really didn't. I, is care this kind of weird that. that this is nominated for best picture? I wouldn't say weird um, because they usually don't like, especially sci-fi films or like kind of like. Well, they nominated oh, Black Lord Panther. Of, yeah, Lord of the Rings. And Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Lord of the Rings won. Return of the King won. I guess it just depends on the caliber oh, of talents. the filmmaker. Uh, the third one won. Best picture. Oh, okay. Yeah, Return of the King. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. No. No. It. It also. Mm-hmm. I mean, it also depends on the, the time. Yeah. You know, we talked about this before we hit record that you know they this year you know the Academy would just sort of they just they nominated what they saw. Yeah. They they turn on HBO Max and Hulu and we're like, well, what's out that's yeah. this year? <laughs> like, oh shit, we got to make this card. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh damn it. Like, I guess we'll throw on Nightmare Alley, uh, Belfast, and someone's like, are you done? He's like, yeah, yeah, Dune, Dune, throw that on. There. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you know, there's just like no, there, there's no yeah, rhyme Night- or reason. Nightmare Alley almost got on there twice because it was on Hulu and HBO Max. <laughs> yeah. 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 They, there's, I mean, and I, I'm not saying that I'm surprised that Dune is nominated because I think it's a bad film. I think it's a fantastic film. I think right. it's great. It's one of my favorite of the year of, you know, what last year, whatever the hell year that it came out. Yeah. But it is surprising because, yeah, you're right. They wouldn't, they wouldn't usually recognize something like they wouldn't, I mean, they did. I mean, did they give Denis something? Oh, yeah, for Blade Runner or Sicario? What did he get nominated for? I have did no he get nominated idea. for something? Maybe not. Maybe he didn't. Maybe this is the first time. Shit, I don't know. But anyway, the point is, it doesn't make sense because, yeah, they usually would just like, it would just be like a bunch of Belfast. Yeah. Like Belfast makes sense. Yeah. Coda, Coda. makes sense. King Richard makes sense. Which are the next episodes after this uh, one, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if King Richard really makes sense, but yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. In a lesser year, just like a biopic about, yeah. you know, some yeah, figure so. where they where they can like, you know, they could parade the, the Serena Williams, you know, the Williams sisters out on stage. Like they actually have them to come. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's not, and I don't mean parade in like, 
No, we all heard what you meant. No, no, but you know what I'm saying? Like, use that as, like, a reason to invite them to, like, the ceremony. Yeah, and course, use them yeah. as, like, a reason for people to watch. It's all like, press marketing. Yeah, it's, it's all know? about marketing. It's yeah. all about that. Like, obviously, they deserve to be praised, you know, yeah. but I'm saying, like... Yeah, the whole cast of Dune was probably going to be at the Oscars anyway. Exactly. But, <laughs> we might but, as well nominate the film. But also, Dune doesn't have, like, any, like... They're not, obviously, Dune's not going to win because it has no, like cultural no, best, significance or best, you know what I'm like, saying? or even actors are not even any actors are nominated right no no yeah, yeah it's and, just the film and and, like, and if it does like win like no and, one can come up and be like oh this is for you know yeah. for this cause or something you know what i mean they're just gonna be like oh yeah denis you made a sick flick yeah whereas like they're gonna probably give it to like coda or something so that someone can go up there and be like oh this is for you know, well, a so, cause. so someone can sign language this. Well, so it seems like it's like like the academy is like, hey, look, we care about something. Yeah, like we gave it to something, right? Look, yeah. you know, you guys complain about us all we're the time. Woke. We know what we're doing. Oscar not so white anymore, but Oscar's not so hearing. <laughs> That's why they're gonna give it a coda. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're just like, yeah, we like deaf people too. They're like we'd rather like white deaf people than people of color. We're going but, down a simply soap right now. Uh, we haven't seen uh, coda yet. We're going to review it. and Yeah, but, you know, this is a precursor to that episode. Let you know what we're going to talk about. <laughs> but anyway, really? Dune. Uh, you know, sorry, I got a bunch of sand in my throat. Um, you know, these the sandworms. Let's talk about uh, the camera work. Let's talk about the production design mm-hmm. of this. and Because we always talk about how we're like super, you know, we're, we're old men yelling at the CGI clouds. We don't yeah. like them. Sometimes... They just sort of take you out of the film. They take you into a place where it's just like, oh, yeah, they're just standing CGI. Most of this is CGI, but it doesn't ever feel like they're standing in front of a green screen. Like, they're, everything feels solid and there in front of them. I mean, there's some moments, obviously, where it's like the big action moments and like the bigger scenes. But I'm saying, like, when Timothy Chalamet is standing on like a beach, he's not like, you know, it's mostly like green screen around him. But it doesn't feel like that. I didn't see any beaches in this film. When he puts his he puts his hand in like some water. Does he? Yeah. Before he leaves, before they leave the planet to um, go to the to go to. Uh, I don't remember that. The, the the spice world. But yeah, it's real sand. They got really got real sand for this film. <laughs> well, no, I mean it's obviously like all you know what I mean. Yeah. Like they're not really. I mean, obviously they probably filmed some parts in a sandy. Yeah. Uh, place, but, but yeah, I mean, it looks good. De- Deneve is not like overusing the CGI. Like, yes, you know. he's, he's not trying to make like where. Yeah, I, I think that's why the choice of it being so you know un- not not colorful is smart. Yeah, because you know when you have stuff like you know the Marvel stuff, which I enjoy again, but you have these like colorful like suits and these colorful like mm-hmm. dragons and like beasts and monsters and things and it. And the CGI just makes it stand out so much because yeah. it's so colorful. And the sandworms are so, like, dark. And, and you know what I mean? Like, but you, obviously that CGI, he's not going to do that practical. Yeah. I and, don't know. This film, I think it it did kind of feel, like, claustrophobic to me, too. You know, where, like, obviously a lot of the stuff is not there, you know. But, I mean, it kind of has to not be because it's just so crazy and probably impractical to have like those yeah, kind of things yeah. you know it would cost too much it yeah. already probably cost and too like much. you know everything is pretty like um like you know like there's not a lot going on like the in the inside where they like live or their home like the homes like it's very stark and like you know like just like you know there's nothing on the walls it's just like you know like the cement or whatever the except concrete. some little details like a, a bullhead or things like that yeah which you know what i mean like and that's why like that 
that matters more so because there is nothing else mm. so that stands out you know what i mean yeah like something like that will just stand out they just have like a like you're just like oh this is some like crazy space world where they have these weird like tarantula creatures and these weird floating fat bald men but they like still fight bulls <laughs> you know like yeah. that it's, so it's like yeah a, it's like, not like star wars or something where there's like all this stuff like, right you know just kind of like like you know hitting your eyes and stuff like eye candy or whatever but it's really like dark and dim and like and i like i said like claustrophobic because it just feels like so like because they can't go anywhere like they have to stay inside they have to be in these suits and Mm -hmm. stuff like you know just to breathe and like so their body doesn't lose the water and like you know like they don't uh, get heat stroke and stuff like that you know like so it, it makes sense to the world but it really does feel like you know like not this huge place like you know like this huge vast like you know like amazing world like it just feels like really like closed in you know is that like a bad thing you're saying no i'm not saying i think it's just oh. informing the characters and like the people like you right know? instead of worrying about like trying to show you all like the gadgets and gizmos yeah. and things of like the world and show you like the weird creatures of the world it's more so like yeah. let's show it's the just characters. feels like how this whole like you know these societies are don't work together you gotcha. know they're still yeah, like, yeah. closed off you know from each other and like you know and how like um Oscar Isaac's uh, what is his name uh, Duke how uh, Jared why Leto. He, how he gets Duke like Leto. you know like how he gets uh, you know tricked sort of you know like it's like you know like this has been going on for like forever but like he just hasn't I don't know why he hasn't learned his lesson he should have known like this is kind of like something that goes on where they try to sell this like you know that they have a spice mining thing but it's all kind of just like you know he's set up to fail you know like and yeah it's just, just the emperor which is right it's the emperor yeah the main guy that's like he he tells who what um i guess what are they like clans or like families right yeah. like like the hurricanes yeah bloodlines like yeah the, like bloodlines yeah. of people that have like armies and like yeah. families and things like he tells which people can go to the spice planet and harvest yeah. it and so basically when he de- tells anyone else besides the the harkins yeah. to go do that it's pretty much because he wants he thinks those people are a threat and he wants yeah. them to die yeah you know to get I mean? rid of them yeah. yeah pretty much like it's a power move you know it's just right. one of those things that like to it's get like making them of. it's like sort of like giving them a bone to make him think yeah that they're gonna but like yeah no i'm just i sent you there so i can kill you like so yeah, your defenses die, are yeah. down yeah we left you with shitty equipment you know yeah. what i mean like your spy stuff doesn't work you yeah. got these big ass worms creeping yeah, like you don't you, know how to deal with yes, this kind of like, like you're defenseless. Terrain, you know? like, like yeah, you're you're totally out of your element. Like yeah. and now we can send Dave Batista's ass. Donnie. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we could send Dave Batista's ass to to mess you up. Yeah. You know? And so yeah, that's uh and Oscar Isaac sort of should have known that. Or should have at least knew that knew that was coming and been prepared for it. Yeah, had some it. sort yeah. of inkling or something, you know, right. like but he I don't Especially know. Especially after that little bug thing tried to kill Timothy Chalamet. You should have known that something was coming, something yeah. bigger. You know what I mean? Like, cause they're like, you know, the emperor is scared of Chalamet. He knows that he's something bigger because yeah. his mom's a witch, mm-hmm. and uh, she's got like powers. And uh, what are they? What's it's like? There's like this witch, like alien clan called like the T- Tierra Masu or whatever the hell they're called. <laughs> and they and they, and they could like uh, they do this thing called the voice, which is yeah. sort of like the Force in Star Wars, yeah. where you know you could just speak and tell people. Or what if you ever read Preacher, the voice of God. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so you just say something, and they and do it, it, and they do it. It's commanding. Like, and so know? Timothy Chalamet has that power, or at least you know he has it in him. He doesn't yeah. have to control he, it yet. Can't but he's, use it yet. Yeah. But yeah. And so there's like that whole idea of like. 
they're just like, oh, well, he's going to be like the one who brings upon either this like chaos or this peace mm-hmm. in, in these worlds, right? Like yeah. in these families and in these like warring like communities that are trying to like get mm-hmm. the spice or just try to survive in general. Yeah. You know, and that's, I don't, I mean, you know, that's, uh, that's the way we're, we're headed pretty much. I mean, that's pretty much just like what, <laughs> I mean, it's just, it, it's a typical, like, story, right? It's just, yeah. it's, you know, it's Star Wars. It's all that. It's, it's like, that idea of, like, the one. And he's got to be able to be like, hey, can the I... The Matrix, the one. Yeah, can I do this? Yeah. You know, can I do this while still maintaining my integrity? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think that uh, showing those dream sequences and, like, showing how he can see the future and knows that it's going to end up bad, but still yeah. take the path of, well, you know what, I, I this is where I'm supposed to do... Like it just sort of shows like, oh, like that's, yeah. that was one thing that, I mean, I haven't seen the David Lynch film, but I can't imagine that he does it as well as Denis Villeneuve yeah. does. And again, that's no, I'm not talking bad about David Lynch because I love David Lynch and that's why I haven't seen it because I refuse to let him, you know, but yeah, it's this whole mind. thing of where like, you know, no one like believes in, uh, and Paul, you know, like the witch grandmother, like let's just see if he squanders it. Like he did the paint, like he did the, the box thing and she's still like not impressed by that he like you know he he well it's pulled a, off the task yeah, you know like, but yeah but it's also that idea like she says he's got the defiance in his eyes like yeah. his father and that's always the thing with the one yeah they're always not they're always willing to do the thing that the one does but they're all that the one needs to do mm-hmm. but they'll always just be defiant and kind of go and do sort of their own thing in a yeah, way yeah their own way yeah, yeah. for sure because they'll think it's like oh this is how it has to be done because this is how i have to do it and so everyone always knows that that's always a bad thing because the whole point but, of you being the one is you follow rules. You know what I'm saying? You follow I don't think a certain, necessarily that. Well, you follow like it's a certain prophecy. Make, yeah, you know, certain things to. for sure. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, everyone is always trying to pigeonhole, like, things, you know, and make it like, oh, this is why. This is like, you know, but well, sure. everything, like, it, it looks good on paper, but it's not always good in it, practice. And it's you know? also like that idea of, like, coincidence, right? So, like, because he knows how to put on that, like, sand suit that uh that that they made for them so that they could like you know reuse their own like sweat and yeah. piss or whatever the hell they do they drink their own pee <laughs> oh, no this is not water to purify Never mind. their yeah their no no they just like recycle their sweat yeah and like she's like t- you know she checks the suit of oscar isaac and uh josh brolin then she goes to check timothy chalamet which she's like the like their i guess like the ambassador of the world right that shows yeah. them everything and stuff like that um i can't remember her name um yeah but but uh, th- so she checks Tim- Timothy Chalamet's suit and she's just like, oh, like, it seems like you've done this before. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, like, I just figured that that's how it was supposed to go. And she repeats like that passage of like, mm-hmm. um, the one shall know your habits as if though he was born into them. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, yeah. so it's like, but that's just coincidence. Maybe the man just is smarter than Oscar Isaac and Josh Brolin who don't. Really, they're not sensitive to other cultures, so they're not going to really try to figure out yeah, how to put that on. Yeah, they weren't trying to, yeah. like, you know. They and, just... and, and him, he seems like a more open-minded person. He seems like he's really, like, trying to care about the, these, you know, the type of people that are around. You know what I mean? Or, like, like, maybe at one time he was more, like, you know, culturally sensitive or just sensitive, like, to other things. And then, you know, when you get into power, you kind of become, like, yeah, oh, you know, yeah, you're sure. in your own world. Like, of course. you don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're not... You're not with the common people anymore, so and you again, don't like yeah, and fit you sh- that. And you sort of should be. You sort of should be paranoid of anybody. You know, you're 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 at the top. Anyone's going to try to bring you down. Yeah. But Chalamet is more so. Yeah, he's just sort of like he's not like at the top yet. So he's able to still be able to kind of be open to anybody and anything. So again, is he the one, or is it just coincidence? 
you know, know? is he just trying to make it you know or is he just another good looking white boy that we automatically assume is the one because he's got nice hair i don't know <laughs> who knows you know i don't know there's a, there's a whole desert full of uh colored people i mean we got ricky ricardo out there Javier Bardem. <laughs> is he the one? Why can't he be the one? What, because he can't speak perfect English? He's too old. Tell me that, Denis, because you don't speak perfect English either, buddy. <laughs> but Timothy Chalamet is the one? I don't know. Again, this is all Frank Sherbert. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm only kidding. I'm only joking. I'm just going off on a little dumb tangent. But this movie is fantastic. And it is one of those things that's. I'm glad that it's nominated, but... Again, surprised. I'm just surprised. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but, I'm. I'm ready for the second part. Yeah, of course. I'm ready for anything Denis Villeneuve does. Mm-hmm. I think he's one of the best directors working today. I think he's like the closest thing we have to somebody. I think he's what we all wanted Christopher Nolan to be. You oh, know what I'm yeah. saying? We all thought Christopher Nolan was gonna be this, the sort of big budget, has all the money, has all the you know resources, but he still makes something that's fun, interesting artsy and yeah and Paul Atreides wouldn't shut up probably during the whole film yeah <laughs> he would just keep no, talking exactly. and talking and talking yeah like I, I would not want to see Christopher Nolan's Dune yeah not at all especially after seeing Tenet and Inter- yeah. Interstellar nah like you know what I mean and I, and I like Nolan you know yeah. but I like it when he shuts the hell up when he's Dunkirk <laughs> you know shut up baby go to Dunkirk Dunkirk <laughs> Idaho <laughs> yeah I think we're we're going we're good or oh, if you want to last, you're yeah, doing you last, You're all Dune. You're Dune. <laughs> you do last you're thoughts Dune on Dune. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. What are your last thoughts on it? Uh, yeah, like I I've said, seen it three times. I've only seen it the once. I uh-huh. we, I'm, we didn't. We should have. We this is probably one of the ones we should have done before. We were going to, but we just got lazy and depressed. You know, as always, yeah, as as always the case. <laughs> Expect a couple of lulls in the, yeah. in the episodes when we get lazy yeah. and depressed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like like I said, it just makes it makes me excited for the the next part. You know, I don't know how many parts they plan to do actually to Dune. Well, I'm sure they'll probably do two, and then if I, I don't know, who knows? Because it doesn't anyone, seem like I don't. Know. I mean, it can't keep going. You yeah, know, yeah but it who can't knows? definitely. But yeah. yeah, I'm yeah, I'm just ready for this world to be like more. I wish I could have saw it in the theater too. I wanted to, but we didn't. Yeah, it would have been nice to see it. One in like 40x or the. The seat shakes, and <laughs> anytime uh, when when Javier Bardem spits, like the it just shoots sand, water in your sand, face. Sandworm in your popcorn. Yeah, no, no, and all of a sudden you feel the sandworm sucking you off. Anyway, <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening. My last thoughts are that Dune. If I had to give the best picture to all these nominations that are that are there and here now, I would give it to Dune. Even though I love licorice pizza, um, probably more than Dune. You know what I mean, but. If I had to do like best picture and I was like, ah, I'm just giving something, it would be Dune. <laughs> just kidding. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just the Oscar, so it don't matter. But like to make a grand statement, you know, not but not to make some dumb like fake. Oh, hey, we care about an issue, or we care about to be like, hey, this is cinema, baby. This is what you go to the theater for mm-hmm. to sit down and to watch these actors play these characters and create this sort of huge story and like slowly. Especially, you know, with the sound design in this fucking film. It's fantastic. This is something you should watch in a theater. You know? It, it's got everything that you want in a cinematic experience. Dune. I love it. It's one of the greatest... Uh, it's one of the greatest films of the year. Well, you know, the year that came out. What is it? 2020? 2020? 2021. So, Dune. 
might be my favorite film of the year, of that year. No, it might be Pig. I don't know. There's a lot of them. Not a lot of them, but a few. But it, it, it certainly stands up there because Denis is, you know, he's not Kubrick, obviously, but he is like that same he's kind of vibe. Lynch. Well, he's not Lynch, but he's still kind of like a Kubrick vibe where he's more concerned about showing you and not just blah, 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 blah. You know? Yeah. And that's what I love about it. So Dune's back on HBO Max. Check it out. This is the road to the Oscars. Yeah, so... We got three more left. Where we got Belfast, we said, Coda, Coda and King Richard. And King Richard. We have episodes on all the rest. Yeah, so wanna, check them out yeah. on Spotify. And again, Apple you know... Apple Podcasts app. I, I'm sort of making the... I, I'm just sort of saying if I was giving away the Oscar, it would probably go to Dune. But the last... The very last episode that we do on this road to the Oscars, we're going to predict what's going to win best picture. And that's going to be based on, you know, the realistic things, not what we think. You know what I'm saying? And see if we get it right. Yeah. All emotional like attachments aside. Yeah, exactly. Not what we think is like the best, but what we think the Oscars. You don't bet on your team. Yeah. Cause it's probably going to be one of these last three. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think I, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about yeah. it. Yeah. We'll get into it. Thank you guys so much for listening. This is the road to the Oscars. Thank you guys for following us on this road because it's a horrible road. You know, uh, the Oscars stink, but you know we uh, we make it smell better. And uh, you can follow us. Well, you can follow me at Young Jane Fonda if you'd like on Instagram. But follow the pod for sure at Criterion Cult Pod on Instagram at Criterion Cult on Twitter or the other way around. It does not matter. Once you type in, it's gonna come up. We're a popular Instagram. We're a popular Twitter. We're a popular podcast. podcast. You know, first and foremost. You know, we're trying. You know, we're a cult. We're gonna. We're gonna. We're, we're uh, registering for our license with the city to see if we become an official cult. You know, and have a compound and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, and stuff like that. Get a restroom and all that stuff. Build. You know, <laughs> porta potties, things like that. Make sure. Make sure it's all legal and all fine. So yeah, join. running water. Yeah. So join Mondo. Where can we find you? Where can we? Uh, you know, you're you're a cult leader. Yeah, you can find me at save underscore Mondo on all those crazy apps, including Letterboxd. Hell yeah. Yeah, he's easy. I mean, he's got one thing. I've got like five different names. So that's why I just followed Young So Duncan on Idaho. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At Duncan Idaho checks in <laughs> at Instagram.spice.com. Yeah. And so thank you guys so much for listening. Join the cult. Follow us on the road. <laughs>